Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky, and no Tito, because uh, he is out, uh, preoccupied with some other projects. Some really cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that wasn't me this time. <laughs> some really cool stuff that you guys got to look forward to uh, Fort Mac for this summer. But I'm with a plethora of great, great individuals that is going to make this show absolutely incredible. Who we got at Dining Room Studios today? Uh, Russell Thomas playing uh, Mr. Sarnoff in uh, the Farnsworth Invention. There we go. That's right. It's uh, We're doing uh, another pre-hype for uh, excellent piano play that's coming up. It's starting this weekend. It, it opens on Friday. Excellent. So we're going to hear all about it. Uh, Russell, welcome. Thank you very hey, much. Hey, thanks. Great to be here. Uh, yeah, I got a few things that we're going to talk about during the show. I'm sure you And have nothing to do with politics. Hi, this is Claude Giroux. I'm the artistic director at Keanu Theatre and Arts Centre, and I've directed the Farnsworth Invention. Welcome, Claude. Welcome, welcome, because this is a long time coming, sir. Yeah, happy to be here. We've had a couple of near misses, but uh, I'm glad I'm sitting at the table now. Excellent. Happy to have you. Who else we got? Mokes. Mistonic. Mokes. Misty Oaks. <laughs> the She's one here only. in the house. And we got her a better mic this time, so hopefully everyone will be able to hear it. You can good. hear me. Who's that mouse that was at the table last time? I'm not too sure who that was. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> there you go. Who else we got? We have baby Madeline. This is Claude's daughter. She's five months old, so she might contribute to the podcast a bit. <laughs> she'll, be the most, she'll, be the, she'll be the most vocal one. And Michael Beamish. I'm playing Philo Farnsworth. Excellent. Pleasure. Pleasure to have you. Good to be here. Guys, welcome. And uh, let's just get right to the meat and potatoes. What is happening this weekend at Keanu? Chloe, take us, take us through it. Well, we're, uh, we're opening uh, uh, the Farnsworth Invention, a great play by uh, uh, someone uh, um, everyone should recognize, Aaron Sorkin, who uh, wrote The Social Network. Oh, yes. uh, also uh, responsible for uh, uh, the West Wing uh, series. Okay. And uh, one of his uh, better known plays, which was actually uh, turned into a movie, was A Few Good Men. Uh, he wrote that? He wrote the play first, oh. and then it was turned into a movie. So, uh, so that was uh, actually like a stage show? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a fantastic I stage show. I would have liked to see. Is it still going? Yeah, or is it- uh, it's it's still around. It's just uh, it's not a show that gets produced terribly often because it it has seventeen men and one woman in it. Uh, so casting is a bit of a challenge <laughs> <laughs> with that. Uh, but uh, uh, great show, and and he's just a great writer. And and if you're a fan of uh, of the West Wing, like I am. 
uh, and end of his writing, you you you'll immediately recognize uh, the writing when uh, when you see this play. It's incredibly apparent, uh, is it? Yeah, it's just the the pace, the pacing, the uh, the way it, it just moves right along, and uh, there's just not a a single extra word in the script. Oh wow! Right on. So what brought what brought this play for the fourth one? So I remember you announced this whole series yeah. at uh, uh, Phantom of the Opera, the Curtain Razor, last year. That's right. And That's right. out of the four that you announced, this was the only one that I really didn't have a clue. Like, I never <laughs> heard of it. I never... Uh, and it always is the one that stood out where I'm like, I really want to kind of get to know this one a bit more. Yeah. I haven't yet. It's, but- <laughs> uh, it's a script, and it, it's a, a script that uh, I came to Fort McMurray with uh, three years ago. And uh, uh, one of the first things I did when I got here is I, I handed the script to Russell... Uh, uh, who'd hired me to come and work for events with Buffalo. And I said, you got to read this. It's a great script. And, uh, of course, he agreed. And, and uh, um, here we are. We've come full circle. The script's actually getting produced on stage. It's, uh, it's not a show that gets produced. It's, it's not an old uh, play. It's, it was on, in, on Broadway in uh, 2008 or nine, I think. Uh, uh, but, again, it's a, it's a large production. There's 21 actors in this particular uh, wow. production. Uh, there's, uh, you know, 30-some-odd different locations in the play. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a large undertaking. And so it doesn't get produced terribly often. And, and, uh, it, it was one of those bucket list shows for me. And, and here I am getting to do it here <laughs> in Fort McMurray. And I'm really excited about it. And it's, uh, the whole experience has been great from tip to top. And, uh, we're, uh, we're just raring to go on Friday. You know, what's, what's interesting for me is I hate reading plays. <laughs> I hate it. I, but this play, I couldn't put it down. I, I, I literally read it from cover to cover. And I've never done that before with anything. And uh, so th- two or three years ago, and it was then I said, well, if you decide to do that, okay, I'll come out and audition. <laughs> and I had to put it in my mind that far in advance, uh, but I couldn't couldn't resist because of the play. Take us through like a, a bit of a plot. Like you said there's 21 cast members? 21. Compared to what was for Chicago? 26. Okay, so it's going to be kind of on the same part. Yeah, yeah. The amount and... Chicago seemed like there was a lot of like it was a lot on stage, like it was like at one times I found like the stage was just packed and not not a bad thing. It's just like wow, like this is just got the production value. It just shot up to me just by mm-hmm. the sheer numbers that looked on stage. So this one's going to be yeah. kind of a comparison, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I think we 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 do our best to fill the stage. We don't we don't want it to feel empty. I mean, there's there's a lot of separate vignettes that go on and, and there's a lot of scene changing and uh, that happens mm-hmm. on the fly. And Give her the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Starting early. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's it's a big show and everyone's big in it. There's, no, there's a lot of like hardcore parts to it. Like is it a lot of one-on-one. Like one thing I know with Chicago, like it, you would get like the ensembles and it was, it started off really strong. Then you'd also get to those, I want to call them one-on-ones, but you know what I mean? Like it got a lot The better. principles, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the show has two principal characters who are sitting at the table tonight, um, and they are the lead storytellers. But the ensemble cast, uh, you know, the other 19 actors, really, everyone brings the show together as as a unit. Absolutely. I think most of the actors 
in the cast would tell you that, and a lot of them were in Chicago, and a lot of them will tell you that that this is much harder than Chicago was, really? uh, yeah. because of the the amount of work that they have to do. Not just when they're on stage, but when they're off stage, because they, as soon as they're off stage, they've got to become another character, and they've got to get ready to move a piece of scenery on, and then they've got to get ready to play that character, and and then it. As yeah, soon as they're the, the no exactly, and as soon as they're off, <laughs> as soon as they're on stage, uh, they're they're you know readying to become that next character. Most of the there's there's about 186 characters being played in the in the script by wow. 21 actors. That's so incredible. so it's a major, like I said, a major undertaking. Lots of quick costume changes. Lots of um, um, of actors. Uh, uh, you know, changing their posture, changing their their voices, uh, changing their delivery to to become those those other people, awesome. and uh, uh, and again, it's 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 like like this snap, all the way snap, through. Snap. Yeah, go, go, yeah, go. it's very it's very uh, cinema cinematographic in terms of how it's delivered. It's 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 you know, it, it just snaps from one place to another to another to another, and uh, the whole thing just kind of sticks together uh, that way, and 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 the two lead characters kind of keep everything together with the narrative uh, that they're they're telling the story as yeah. it's happening. Well, so. take me through the plot, guys. Like, give me give, give me a quick preview. Like, what what uh, like what's exactly what is the front of the mention? What's it about? What's it going to be? It's the race to invent television, and that's essentially what it's about. It's a race all the way through. And it's the battle between the Farnsworth Television Company and RCA. It even takes us back really to the early days of radio and. And it reminds us of that time when, for the very first time, they were able to transmit the human voice into the home. And we take it for granted today, but if you go back a hundred years ago, it was unfathomable to to be able to do that. And so uh, there's a little bit of the early days of radio in the, in the story, and then we transition to what it means to be able to... Um, uh, what's the line about the all the visual information in the world through this thing mm. called television? Uh, it, it really is remarkable looking at it through that with that lens. It's interesting because you know I look around the room right now and everything that we're using and everything that we're touching and everything that that you're going to use to make this possible. You know, is these two characters were responsible for for bringing for that, that for bringing that to. To the public, I mean, they, they they made radio happen. They made television happen. They were the the, the, the creators, the pioneers, yeah. and and everything that computers, the internet, all of that came all because from. of that. Yeah, yeah. social media. It, the uh, it was uh, oops, that one. The uh, like I was just reading an article because me and Missy were arranging to do this, and like I was just it's one of the days I was talking to her. I was just reading an article about Sony's loss on their TVs. Did you guys read about that? They lost six billion on their TV fronts. Wow! People not not purchasing uh, not purchasing TVs anymore. Yeah, which essentially is going to be the future. Where mm-hmm. is this something that is viable? That's going to go into you got your computers now. You got Wi-Fi, all that kind of stuff. No one really is going to be going for uh, you know the cable companies, TV, all that kind of stuff. It's all going to be distributed via the internet now, essentially, right on demand. Yeah, essentially, what exactly what a podcast is? It's something that you can listen to whenever you want to, right? Mm-hmm. No one really wants to sit down on a on a Sunday night anymore to watch their show every Sunday like you're supposed to. It's oh, I got time to catch up on the last three weeks on a Tuesday. Yeah, I want to watch Bang 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 three in a row. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just doing this podcast and, and roughly reading a little a little bit about what this the play. Was was all about and it was interesting when i seen sony announce such a big loss that they're going out of the tv market altogether right now 
Yeah, is what the CEO was saying. Right? Well, who's the uh, who's the comedy artist? Kevin Kevin something um, uh, who uh, just announced that he wasn't making movies anymore. He was. Oh, is that Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith just announced he's That's not. That's Tadsky's best friend, by making, the way. He's not making movies anymore. <laughs> he's gonna, when he said really? Kevin, he's gonna be like, you know, the one uh, that you you look like, the one that you modeled yourself. Like. But, but, but you know, I mean, that's a that's an interesting statement for an artist like him to be making, like like out loud. To, yeah. I'm not making any movies anymore. I'm yeah. and 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 his reasoning is, you know, I don't want to like put something on and hope people see it. I yeah. just want to put something out there, and if people want to see it, they'll see it. Yeah, yeah. You know, the will see it. <laughs> yeah, my way to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this whole model for distribution with his latest movie, Red State, was the fact that why put something like, you make a four million dollar movie. And then, in order to sell like the way some studios distribute it, they add another, they double the budget. So your four million dollar movie that's barely going to make four million now, just uh-huh. by people watching it, yeah. is now going to be eight million dollars. Mm-hmm. If that, some comp- some studios put ten, twenty million dollars into marketing and budget, mm-hmm. and that just adds it all to it, right? Yeah. So his philosophy was, I, I make movies that people that his fan base will go see, like guys like yeah. me, regardless of what he writes, I'll yeah. go check it out. He has a hard time drawing in new people. So his philosophy was, why keep making movies if that's the way he's going to do it? He says he'll still make the ones that he loves, that he really wants to do. Yeah. But he's kind of gotten out of the whole studio. You yeah. know, here's a script, make this movie. Type and that's going to, I mean, that that to me is is, is it's spelling a change that's going to take place. That we're, you know, quite conceivably in our lifetime, we're going to see that happen, that change oh, take place. I think we've already seen it now. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. With, with Netflix taking on, yeah. oh, I forget what it is. Is it Community? No. Netflix just took on a whole series themselves. Like, the series is going to be produced and distributed by Netflix themselves. Wow. wow. That's it. There's no yeah. network. There's no TV execs yeah. behind it. Mm. It's, it's going to be that. And it's already happening with other, like, web web, so, uh, web series. Yeah. Uh, Tito's Friends, the people that touch your food, uh, they made that series in Edmonton. <laughs> people that touch your food. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible, incredible uh, web series. It's only, like, it's about 50 or 10 episodes uh, between two and seven minutes. And it's absolutely incredible writing. And they pulled it off perfectly. That's the way yeah. of the future. Now. Yeah, it's, 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 not pitching your, it's not pitching your idea to... Uh, it's The race isn't to make TVs anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's to what way can I get this uh, being seen mm-hmm. by the public, right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. the podcast. Even with any radio station now, like, the yeah. smart way for them to do is to podcast their stuff. Well, you know what we have? We have live theater, real, in your face action. (laughs) It's actually interesting. I mean, this this whole conversation is interesting because there's there's parts of the script that really, you know, to some some degree kind of echo this this trend. I mean, there's this whole conversation in there about, you know, um, about uh, paid advertisement with informational programming, you know, the news being attached to, to, um, to the, the marketplace, the open marketplace and how, how damaging that can be. And, and, and both of these characters really fight hard to, to not let that happen. And it, they, it's bigger than them. You know, I mean, it it really is. I mean, there's a line that, uh, uh, Russell's character says, what, what's the line again, Russell about, I, I didn't know how, how uh, successful the thing was going to be at delivering uh, advertisers to consumers, you know, and the fact that the fact that these these guys in 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 the late twenties, you know, were 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 thinking about that when the thing wasn't even working, you know, when the thing wasn't even invented yet. Yeah. It, yeah. It's amazing. It reminds me a lot of I'm reading the Steve Jobs biography right now, and Steve had this way of of seeing what was coming more than anybody else. And, yeah. and these characters, yeah. both uh, uh, 
Farnsworth on the, on the technical side, and then Sarnoff sort of on the application of the technology. They, they saw the future, um, and it was, it was that ability that really um, pushed the envelope of where, where we were going because the, the first televisions were mechanical. They weren't even... Uh, the, the electronic notion was not, not going to be possible, but uh, Farnsworth managed to pull it off. Yeah. You just reminded me. I need to read Steve Jobs' biography. It's great. It's awesome. Wow. Oh yeah. 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 This is so. Take me. When is so opening nights? When? Well, we preview on Thursday night. Right. Um, And uh, so the preview performance is. uh, It's kind of like an opening, but it's not. Um, Right. So we uh, we actually have a preview performance, which is like an opening night although I, I don't know if a show has ever been stopped on preview but theoretically it can be because you're in the fine it's kind of like the final dress rehearsal but with an audience the cool thing about the preview show is the announcement that's going to be happening just before we curtain um telus is going to be making a presentation a check presentation for a quarter million dollars to the theater and arts center so right. fantastic that is absolutely incredible yeah we so love, we love telus <laughs> We do. We really do. They they can put a quarter of a million dollars to the podcast any day, and uh, no, no problem. Take that. No, that is awesome. That's excellent news. The um, so it runs so previews Thursday, right? Right. So then we open on Friday night, and there's a a, a post show uh, reception catered by the Sarage, and then we run Saturday night. And help me out, Misty. I'm rusty on this. Uh, so then we take a break uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and we're back Wednesday, May 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th. So that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday of the next week. Okay. Yeah, so there's lots of opportunities for people to come see the show, and I'm really looking for those those TV couch potatoes to come see the show. <laughs> because uh, it's... Well, you can count on one. Yeah, <laughs> it's two TV shows. You can PVR them and just come see a night of live theater instead. Because you never know what might happen. Like, Misty might scream. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I... That sounds like a story. It is. And we, I want to uh, hear it. Okay, Misty, you got to tell it. Yeah. Just uh, fess up. Come on. There's some backstage antics going on. Like... Claude and Russell had sort of said, "There's, there's just a lot going on." Um, it sounds like it. It as sounds soon as you go off stage, like with Chicago, I never changed a costume, I never changed a character. So yeah, doing the choreography and the singing was was work, but it's not the same kind of work that we're doing in Farnsworth Invention because literally we are all running like crazy people backstage trying to figure out which prop we need to grab, which set piece we need to move, which costume we need to in be the in. dark, in the dark. Which physicality we need to choose, which voice we're choosing, and then get on stage and just do it. Um, and you also got to make sure you understand where the drinking is going to happen after. The show. <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of work. That's you have so to have a plan for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we did it. We did a technical run on Sunday, and Claude's only advice was just keep going. I don't care what happens. Just keep going. Just keep going. So it happened. Uh, we had this one scene change that was it was a hot mess, and some props and <laughs> and set pieces fell down backstage, and so I got blocked. I couldn't actually get out into the back hallway to go to the dressing room. 
and then I finally got out the stage right door, ran all the way down the back hallway to my dressing room, grabbed my costume as quick as I could, realized that I'm not going to make it because you can hear what's going on on stage on the program sound. Uh, and I literally had to be on stage in three seconds. So I screamed at the top of my lungs, bloody murder, and uh, ran in high heels down the back hallway, which we're not supposed to do, obviously. I Flew thought, into the oh. stage door and uh, went on stage not in my doctor costume because I just couldn't get it on. So I was backstage at the time and I heard it, but I didn't see it. And I honestly thought somebody was either getting killed or raped. <laughs> I was ready to call nine one. You, you screamed twice. I did. and then go see what's. So she also very shortly after the beginning of the run, <laughs> a light came on <laughs> right on her, and she's supposed to speak very quickly, and she just blanked so hard. <laughs> well, there was another one that happened last night where uh, uh, Dustin, they were doing a, 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 a scene change in the dark and he got nailed in the nuts by a table. <laughs> <laughs> Poor he dusty. was in pain. Poor guy. Wow. And that's the beauty of live theater. You can't get that anywhere else. <laughs> we talk about the future of, well, we talk about the future of TV, but I'll tell you, like, the future of live theater in yeah. front of Murray uh, with Tell Us making a very generous yeah. to the program. Oh, it's great. You know, the best thing for me, because uh, it's been six years since I've done a main stage show, is watching some of these young, talented performers grow and and work together. I mean, the, the amount of dedication they have is unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. And and the ensemble is so strong. And that's what's interesting, I think, as an They're going to get tired of seeing me and Mike. They're going to have fun watching all the other players and everything that they're doing to bring this thing to life. And the, the, the layers of complexity in this show are unbelievable, from, from projections to sound cues to lighting cues to uh, pyro things that are going. I mean, it's, oh. and all at the same time, oftentimes. So uh, it's, it's quite a technical marvel. Absolutely. When it comes to like the technical and the backstage like aspects of, of Candle Theater Productions, are we looking at the same people that are doing like the Chicago, the the like all four of the all four of the main ones, or is it different ones for each show or how does it work? It's different volunteers each show working backstage. I mean we have our main uh, crew of techs who are hired on for the shows, but backstage we really rely on volunteers. Wow! We have volunteers working the flies. We have volunteers working as um, ASMs, and I know I told Misty I would love to volunteer if it wasn't such a a big commitment for being with the little one, right? Because I think that'd be absolutely oh, like it's a blast. And I'm, I'm I'm hoping actually I might audition for something. Oh, we got a show for you. Yes, we do. Pray tell. Now's the time, sir. <laughs> it's called Hometown the Musical. I think I heard about this. Going to be a great project. Is we'll uh, we'll definitely have to talk with you. We'd love to do a segment in the show with you. Yes. Is, there, is, yeah. is it a musical? Do I got to sing about the podcast? <laughs> no, we'll, have somebody, we'll have somebody sing for you. <laughs> Sweet. I get yeah. the juice. I get yeah. the excellent. Absolutely. No, Can I play Todd's key? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see your best impression. Of you. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Well, let's go into. I was just going to say we can comment on next year because like, that looks. I seen. I think this year someone sent out something where I just had to send yeah. a quick rundown, but I never actually got into the meat and potatoes of what exactly is it. Right there in front of you, my friends. Beautiful. Um, you know, it's actually a. Um, a, 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 a well. You know, it's it's funny. I, I, you know, I'm a little biased, but I think it's a very interesting season, and I think it's a season that really embraces uh, everything that that 
is so um, amazing about the folks that that uh, perform on on our stage uh, here locally. Um, so Extremities, which is a, a fantastic uh, play by uh, William Master Simone, it's an American writer. Um, so uh, uh, is a is essentially a play about rape in the first forty five minutes. You don't even need to say anything else. That's just yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the the, uh, the the first go ahead. Sorry. So the first forty five minutes of the show are uh, in, are just incredibly violent. And but the, the interesting thing about the script is that the 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 tables. The tables are reversed, and the uh, the the victim the victim becomes the assailant, and uh, it's a really really phenomenal script, and uh, I think it's going to really have people on the edge of their seat. And the other thing I think that's that's worth noting with Extremities is that uh, Paul Jelena is coming back to Fort McMurray to direct it. Paul was the artistic director. Um, at Keanu Theater for many years. How many years, Russell? Oh gosh, about eight eight years possibly. Yeah. So he was the artistic director for about eight years, and uh, uh, and he's a um, um, he, he's done a lot of fight choreography at some of the major theaters in the in the province and okay. in the country. And uh, there's a, a fair significant kind of fight component in the show, so it's really great that he's coming back to direct it. Oh, absolutely. So that's a, that's a great show, and then... It's going to kick everything off. Yeah, it's going to kick the whole thing off, and then uh, in uh, November, uh, a, a real fun show called Calendar Girls. This is a show about uh, a bunch of women who, uh, who get together, and uh, one of them has lost her husband to cancer. And uh, they uh, they decide to uh, to raise money for the hospital in their community by doing a nude calendar, uh, and and it's absolutely hilarious what they get up to to do this calendar. It's ba- this based one? on a true story. Uh, uh, Helen Mirren made a movie one. about it. Yes. Um, and uh, the the true story uh, is that these women made made over six million dollars uh, wow. over the last couple of years with this calendar. It it's just it just it just caught on fire and just went eight. They made they made over a million the first year with the calendar. So it's uh, a real a real fantastic <laughs> story. And one of the other things about the script that's interesting is that the script writers are are trying to raise awareness and 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 trying to break a Guinness Book of World Records for productions. So we're we're part of uh, of of thousands of productions that are being produced next season uh, in order for the show to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. Really? So yeah, yeah. So they uh, they 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 did this by they lowered the the royalty uh, the fee that you pay to do the show. They lowered it significantly to attract people to, to, to participate. To, wow. And uh, uh, and I think one of the other, you know, interesting stories about about that sh- this show is that uh, you know, we're going to be uh, uh, casting a group of, of women from from right here in Fort McMurray and they're going to make their own calendar which will uh, which will also be sold and and the, the proceeds will go to a, a, a good cause. Idea. So no, I like, think like it's uh perverted Totsky aside like it, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is right like something that you can center around the play. Absolutely. And I think will generate nothing more than buzz, hype and and yeah. funds and of course uh, like just general yeah. interest for yeah. the actual show itself. And Russell is taking the pictures so you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Grand old time all Abs- around. Absolutely. 
And then a, a project that we've been uh, talking about doing for a couple of years, uh, a real homegrown project uh, is going to happen. And this is the show I just talked to you about. It's called uh, um, Hometown the Musical. And basically, uh, uh, Michael is actually going to be uh, one of the co-creators of this project. We're going to spend some time interviewing hundreds of people here in the community uh, and, and gathering as much information about the community, looking at at negative headlines about this community and and trying to turn that whole story around and, and tell the stories of, of real people who make this region home. And uh, uh, and we're going to do it with music and we're going to do it with dance and we're going to do it with Todd-ski. <laughs> and, uh, Interpretive uh, dance of uh, uh, <laughs> So... So I, uh, you know, and and this is action to it. You guys are seeing yeah, it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guys sitting at a table. Exactly. <laughs> and this is truly a a, a project that's going to be made, created, executed, and developed right here uh, in in this community with the people that live here and uh, and about the people that live here. I can so. see that like uh, that project in itself just defines yeah. a lot of the stuff that's been going on within this region like, in yeah. the last few years. Absolutely. Yeah. And that just strikes a chord with me that is just absolutely incredible and yeah. I'll tell you guys right now, whatever I can do to help out with that Wicked. is I am totally <laughs> on board. Like, I have a I, pink uh, tutu I, just for you. <laughs> I will <laughs> I'll bring out the dance jersey and, uh, and we'll go to it. No, awesome. That, that, I heard about that one when I seen when I read it I'm like Hometown the Musical and the logo in itself home, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, is a statement within itself. Yeah. Exactly. We actually have and a anyone, Facebook page yeah. Yeah, up and running right I now. I, I think I, I liked it yeah. when I saw it when I was trying to figure out exactly You better. I'll check yeah. on you later. And if anyone wants to learn more, just go on the Facebook page and like us. And you can even post your own stories right on the page. So, yeah, I'll post the link on my Facebook at facebook.com slash why I'm at podcast. And I think it's just facebook.com slash... Hometown, hometown Musical. Hometown Musical. Musical. There you go. Yep. And you'll see a link on all of our sites, guys. It, this is something, like, everything in Keanu is worth seeing, and I say that with a lot of my heart, but this one is going to be, I think, about for McMurray and yep. about our message that we're trying to get out there yeah. that we want to do. I think the other great thing about this this project is that is going to give, um, shine the light on some of our younger performers and, you know, some dancers and some, some musical artists and, and put it all together in one amazing show, which has never been done at this scale in how many years has Keanu Theater been around? 33, 34 years? So this is this is something special. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's just it, it makes me smile just thinking about it. That's going to be absolutely incredible. I can't I'm, wait. I the can't. last the last show will make you smile too. It's called Bedtime Stories by Norm Foster, and this is uh, six uh, stories that take place in one bedroom. That's enough right there. Enough, enough said, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink, so. nudge, nudge. <laughs> no, that sounds like a killer so. lineup for next year. Yeah, week. a lot of fun. No, that sounds like an absolutely amazing lineup. Like it, it, the stuff that uh, I keep saying that what Cano does for this region, for this town, for this region, hand over fist. Like how? What was the final word on Chicago? Like how did that end doing? Like, well. Uh, Chicago was was extremely well received. Uh, Russell sort of crunched the numbers. Russell used to have the job that I'm in now at the theater, and I think it was what number? I think it hit uh, in the top five, um, definitely in the top ten out of however many, 140, 150 shows, so it did extremely well. Wow. Yeah. No, that's excellent. 
Uh, and it was definitely the one that I, I heard lots of like outsider folks talk about. Like a couple of my friends in Edmonton was hearing about this, and they're just like, "We really want to go check it out." Because I don't even think it was done at the Citadel in a long time, or if ever. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's not a show that gets done a lot. It's a show that uh, the authors, uh, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's playing in New York now. Has been for I don't know thirty years. Yeah, and uh, uh, and so it's it's a show that. Uh, I didn't even think we'd get it. I didn't think we'd get the opportunity to produce it. And and lo and behold, I just kind of asked, and suddenly Ask I got a yes, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Well, we got to do it." <laughs> and uh, um, and it's a it's, it's it's a show that I've tried to do in about six other theaters and been denied. Uh, so it's it's nice to to have have had the opportunity oh, to actually uh, get it done uh, here. So, like I said, like when I heard my friends talk about, it, which I never talked theater with them because I didn't think they were the type at all, and they mentioned it, I was just like, wow, this is absolutely this is reaching far beyond uh, yeah. what I ever thought, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think one of the one of the things too that uh, is important to talk about, uh, uh, Todsky, is uh, auditions are coming up um, for the first two shows of the year. Extremities and Calendar Girls, uh, and they are taking place May 25th, 26th, and 27th, right at Keanu College. You can go on our website for some information about that, and uh, uh, you can also call the box office at uh, uh, Keanu Theatre and Arts Centre, and they'll give you all the information you need. So, okay, so when you audition, how does it work? Like, just to expo- kind of explain the... You take off all your clothes. <laughs> you want to be a star, don't you? You have to uh, dance for 10 minutes and sing for 10 minutes. But no, for, I'm, like, I'm curious myself, and I know other people are... Like, people always say, but, oh, I really want an audition. Oh, I really want to be involved in the play. But just give them a hype of what to expect or what needs to be done. Maybe it'll either attract or shoo away. <laughs> well, I think the first thing uh, is you should always follow your interests. Um if if you have a slight interest in in auditioning, do it. Challenge yourself. Do what you're scared of doing. Because I know there's a lot of people out there in Fort McMurray that you know come see our shows and want to be involved. And we want you to be involved. Um, we want to work with you. Um, and so for the first two shows. Um, I mean, we've announced the season, so the first two shows are Extremities and Calendar Girls. One is a drama, one is um, classified as a... Porn. A light. <laughs> no, Calendar Girls... Extra, uh, oh, calendar, girls which one? calendar Girls is, is, is uh, you know, it's, it's a comedy with a heart. I mean, it's, it's yeah. very, very, very funny. And uh, uh, as I said, the, the things that these uh, ladies get up to, uh, making this calendar... Are <laughs> It's so, really fun. I mean, I encourage people to, A, uh, if you're interested, call the box office, get the scripts, read the scripts, see where you think oh, you fit. And can the person get a script? Yes, like, absolutely. Yep. So you read the script, you study the script, then you go through the process of, of picking a monologue that's going to showcase your talents. Um, and if people need advice or help with those things, like the, we have a talented theater staff that is is willing ready and able to help you out with that um and and basically you just sort of prepare yourself to showcase the best that you can be you come out to audition weekend and you just have a great time you meet new people and and you know whatever happens happens no and that's and that's one thing too like i had this uh, i had this conversation it's going to kind of go off topic a little bit i had a conversation i said it on the last podcast but i'll say it again with a guy that 
was just, he was kind of ragging about Fort McMurray and was like, oh, I can't see how people live in there, the meeting I was in. And I was like, well, I, I live in Fort McMurray. I have called this place home for like 20 years. Oh, really? I, I can't believe that. Why? And I was like, I told him I like this place. I absolutely adore it. I love it here. Oh, I can't believe that. How, how do you like it here? Like, what's what's there to do? You can't even meet girls here. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, great. This is going <laughs> to turn into a, a horrible argument. But I was like, okay, where do you... What are you talking about, meet girls? Like, like, where, where, where do you go to meet girls? He's like, I've been everywhere and I can't meet anybody. I'm like, where have you been? Kid you not, this is how I went. Oh, I've been to all the places. I've been to uh, Diggers. I've been to Cowboys. I've been to- <laughs> I just shook my head and I'm like, dude, like, listen, to go meet people, not just go meet girls, but to meet anyone in the community, to get involved, just to make friends, to, to expand your circle of friendship with people. Mm-hmm. You go to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You go, you go watch. A can of theater. Even better, you get involved with a can of theater yeah. production. You go volunteer with stuff like Steve Reeve uh, said on this show countless times, and he wrote a blog about it. The best place to meet girls in Fort McMurray is to go volunteer time. Absolutely, like I said, it's not just Absolutely. to go to meet women; it's to go to get to, to meet new friends, meet to meet new people, to go have a good time with people. Yeah. Well, that's funny you mention that because you know some of my new friends, including you and Steve. I met through community events at Events with Buffalo. So there's there's so many opportunities to get out there and be involved and just mm-hmm. just experience community spirit at at all times and Absolutely. and at Keanu Theater, I mean we definitely do that. We're we're a little yeah. family. I it love is. our little it's family. True. I think that's my favorite part about being involved in the theater community in Port McMurray, I mean, I've been to other places. I've done uh, theater in Edmonton for five years. And coming back to Fort McMurray, it is really a family, and you feel like home. And what I love about doing a new show is that you get to meet new people. Yeah. And they're so interesting, and they become part of your family, and it's it's really nice. You're spending 20 to 30 hours with these people over six weeks. And uh, I didn't know a lot of them when I started. But I, it feels like I know them really well now. And in fact, just getting to hear some of the interesting stories. I mean, David Olton is a good example. Uh, here's a guy that met uh, Dame Judy Dench in England and uh, when he was like 17, and they had a conversation that led to him pursuing some some film studies. Ended up uh, on a plane ride with uh, Corbin Burnson, and you know, just real great stories. And everybody has a story, and that's been real fun for me being able to. to Meet it's these amazing great people. where a link can come into. Oh, it's amazing. Great. Completely change yeah. your path. Yeah. Yep, great absolutely. stories and real people. Yeah. That's what we're working on. I mean, it's 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 amazing the sense of support and uh, I mean, for lack of a, the the amount of love that we all have mm-hmm. for each other. Um, a lot of the community players that we have in our company right now. Um, are students of the Keanu College VPA program for drama. And, you know, they're sort of all going off into the world next year. And, yeah. and we are just... Watching them all grow Yeah, watching <laughs> them grow up and, and, and gain experience and wishing them the best in, in yeah. their future careers. And one of my favorite community actors has to be uh, Norm Sutton. I mean, here's a guy who works on site. A couple years ago, decided to try theater, and now he's absolutely in love with it, passionate about it, and he's an amazing performer and just fun, fun to do a show with. You want to know the story of how they got involved? It's a good story. Uh, I can't remember the year, but we were shooting to get to 2,000 subscribers, and one day we were at 1,198, 
And I said, screw it. I'm going to buy Norm and Sheila a subscription to get us to 2000. So I bought them a subscription that year. And they've been buying ever since. And then he eventually got, got uh, involved in, in acting. And, uh, but that's where it started wow. was that drive to get to 2000. So it was them. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to cut in there. Uh, we are selling our season subscriptions oh, for really? next year. So I was just going to cut in. I'd be like, it's, I want a subscription this year. They're just <laughs> about. Oh, the prices are in front of There you go. Uh, so we do have a deadline. We, you know, we really encourage people to take advantage of this deal. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's around a hundred bucks. You get four shows for the price of three, uh, and we're not. We're giving you amazing shows next season. Um, they're all worth coming out to see. Absolutely. Sorry, but <laughs> no. I mean, uh, you know, we just we really encourage. I'm. I think a lot of people. Um, hear about our shows and then buy single tickets which is great but I mean I love planning ahead everyone loves planning ahead just buy the subscription and you're good to go if you can't use your tickets you can give them to someone else or you can exchange them for a different night it's and one of the things uh, I mean you know office of uh, hashed out over a few issues in our time but one of the things that uh, he, we were talking about the GQ article and how maybe we should focus on I just read that <laughs> literally today did you really did yep. you steal my GQ no. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, well, One of the things we were talking about where I was kind of flying off the seat of my pants and Nolan was kind of telling me to take a more calmer approach, uh, which it takes a lot for me to do. <laughs> and he was just saying about how we should really focus on people within Fort McMurray and kind of change the people's opinions that are already living here, which is a very valid opinion. And, and usually the top example that anyone ever says is, Bring them, get them some, get them people some tickets, and go see a piano play. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the top. I'm going to say top five things. Like that when you see a what to do in Fort McMurray, piano theme performances is up there every year, all the time. And truly, it's one of the things. Like I know we talked about it for the the Chicago podcast when it's literally community theater, and I think that's what makes it so so special. Yeah. Because yes, it is community theater. It's a high end community theater, but that's what makes it what it is. Because you're not mm-hmm. you're not dealing with actors that you bring in that 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 just come into their performance and leave. You're dealing with people that call for McMurray home for yeah. the most part. And, and to me, and even the ones that don't, they're, they're brought into the community where they can see for McMurray for what it truly is, not just a transient town, right? We were we were into day three of the Q to Q on, on Sunday. <laughs> they usually <laughs> don't go three days. But I was sitting there and... and Screaming the, and getting the, the, the word The word that kept coming into my mind was... The, a crucible, and I think of the the theater space as a crucible. And for me, um, the only reason I'm in Fort McMurray now is because the fellow that was trying to hire me brought me and showed me the theater, and that was it. That was I'm coming wow. because the space is incredible as a performer, and being up there, mm-hmm. it is warm, and it's uh, the ability to connect with the audience is, is unbelievable. So it's such a jewel, mm-hmm. and the the level of technology, even. In the six years since I've been in a show, has gone from here to woo to the moon in just a short period of time. So it's it's really an incredible space too. I know, absolutely. My whole goal is before I leave Fort McMurray to get a Kevin Smith show. It can mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. I'll, make, I'll hook I'll that up. It in some way, shape, or form. But uh, the, just to touch back on the auditions, because I really think that's that's key. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, I'd really like to get involved." You know how people just talk and. and this town and not really do it if we can spell it out for them in crystal clear letters about how they can call the box office you can ask for the scripts you can see what you want to do go out and audition 
Bingo bag oh, you're, yeah. you're already evolved yep. in the process. Yeah, or call Misty. Or run into Misty. She's all over the place. I'm everywhere. Two, two o'clock in the morning. She and, loves uh, phone calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Well, just she, to ask what the box office. Actually, I, that's I, when I, she gets her best work done. I, I sleep from two to six. I sleep from two to six. Any other time, you can call me <laughs> or text me. But uh, uh, you know, or run into Michael or run into Russell and 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 ask them and and. Uh, uh, and again, I, I, you know, I challenge anybody to come and do a show and not want to do another one after they're done because yeah. it's, it's addicting. Like I said, and as soon as I, it, I you know, I'm really, I'm actually going to think about, uh, not think about, it, I'm actually going to give it my go and probably audition for a few things this, this next year. Calendar Girls? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want to be on the cover of Calendar Girls. <laughs> <laughs> we need a photographer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay people to take this magazine or these calendar yeah, No, it, like I said, as soon as I can figure out some babysitting issues, I want to become involved with this because it just seems plain old fun. And that's just what... Yeah, you know. well, I mean, and, and and yes, we are always looking for actors and you don't need to be a trained actor. You didn't need to go to acting school. You don't need to have done it ever before. Um, everyone has unique talent and, and we're always looking for, for fresh faces. But also... You know, we are just looking for volunteers in general. For the first season that I was involved with Keanu Theater, I volunteered backstage doing makeup and hair because that's what I knew how to do. And so, um, there's there's a, there is a role for everyone, um, whether it's on stage or backstage. And don't be afraid of being nervous because you know I'm a seasoned actor, oh, <laughs> and God. I get so nervous at auditions. I still do to this day. I'm actually and, uh, the worst auditioner. In the oh, world. I'm brutal. I'm brutal. brutal. That. You said about <laughs> go do something that scares you. The, yeah. the other thing I, I want to mention, and, and, I, and one of the you know one of the guiding principles behind doing this um, hometown the musical project was to Russell intimated you know is to bring together you know all of the music and all of the dance and all of the theater folks that that do stuff in this community and bring them together on on in one one project and i and also you know it's a it's an opportunity for someone who may have never done anything uh you know the next norm sutton to 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 come and do something without uh without uh, uh it necessarily being a huge undertaking in terms of time commitment uh, uh and uh, uh and and so it's really uh that particular show is really an opportunity for all sorts of folks to come and uh and be welcome and be given an opportunity to to just set foot on that stage you know if only for a brief few minutes and and experience that 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 for real and uh and hopefully that that'll be an opportunity for us to continue to to develop and, and grow our family uh at the Keanu Theater Company. Got about it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. We want you. Uh, it's I just like all the hundred people on the stage with me at the same time. I just yeah. Yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, we'll talk yeah. Yeah. about ideas. <laughs> I'm really excited for this summer because I'll be collecting stories. And if anyone has a story, please go on our Facebook page, get in touch with me, because I want to hear your story and I want to put you on that stage and make you a part of this big family. And I'm really excited. So where do you want them to go? Facebook page or do you want them to email? Give them a place to go to. Go on the Facebook page. You'll find my phone number, my email on there. And you can just email me your story. You can post it right on the site. If you want to interview, just give me a call. Yeah. And I'll come where you're at. And, and it's Hometown the Musical. Hometown the Musical. Yeah. Oh, we'll be, yeah. I'll be plastering that everywhere all over. My Excellent. Awesome. The whole nine years. Because to me, that's... All of it looks good. Like, actually, uh, Extremities really got me interested as well. Like, that just seems like... 
maybe it's the once again the sick perverted talking talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just, just, just that concept of how that's going to look on stage has got me really really intrigued. Yeah, Calendar Girls is just going to be like next year. It sounds really really good, but before we even get into next year, Farnsworth Invention sounds really really good. Really Who invented it? Who invented television? Who invented television? Well, Farnsworth, isn't that in the title? We'll <laughs> have to find out. Watch yeah. the show and find out. Yeah. No, it's Keanu does a whole lot for this community, and, and it, to me, it, it's form of gray. It's not form of gray without going to see Keanu play. It's not form of gray without Keanu Productions, really. Yeah. So I got one other plug I want to I want to make, okay, if you don't mind. If you're going to get a subscription or if you're going to come see the show, come on opening night and it, because what what the Sarridge, uh does at opening night will blow your mind yeah. they mm-hmm. they they put up such a spread and all of the all of the dishes are themed on the play that's yeah. that's playing in the theater part of the and and it's it's really a fantastic way to to have a night out you know go out for dinner Come see the show. A light have dinner. a reception with champagne. <laughs> you know, have a reception with champagne at the end with the Sawridge team, uh, bringing on the food and uh, get an opportunity to meet the uh, the folks that are in the show and uh, uh, and celebrate with them. It's a it's 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 a fantastic night out. It's a Friday night, April twenty seventh. Come out for opening. It's it's a party. It's, it's a, a real really celebration. Like it's it just it's everyone's it's a, favorite night. Yeah, yeah. The, what was the kids one a while back? The rubber munch one. This is years ago. We're talking yeah. about now. Yeah. Was that, paper that was, bag princess. I, I was in that play. Paper really? bags, puddles, paper bags, paper princesses, puddles, puddles and bags. Yeah. <laughs> that was truly one of my favorites. That was my yeah. first Keanu show. Was it really? Yeah. Uh, I, I took the ex girlfriend to that one and <laughs> broke up right after the show. But no. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it was really, really good. And your life's been great ever since. It's been <laughs> no, it, that was, I truly remember, like, how many years ago was that? When I, I wow, that's 10 years. 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You're kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, oh, 10 oh, years. Yeah. yeah. That was Paul Jelena's days. Yeah. That yeah. Was, that was the wow. guy, you know. I remember so. this day, especially right at the very, very end when they did the, the effect with the, the giant. Ooh, like, yeah. I don't know, that, Not that with the knee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. typecasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly incredible, guys. And, and uh, opening night, definitely. So it's the 27th. April 27th, Friday night. This Friday. 8 o'clock. Matinees just go around? Because I'm stuck on night shifts, so I need a matinee. We don't have a matinee. Ah. You're going to have to bite the bullet and come out at night, vampire. I'm on night shifts. <laughs> All the time? Uh, I think I can fit the last couple days in, so Good. I'll have to... Uh, have to work in. How did the matinees go for Chicago? Did they work out really good? Oh, yeah. They were great. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we generally do a matinee with the musical just because it's, uh, you know, it's great to accommodate the shift workers, and I think the shift workers who came to Chicago, you know, those men, they the appreciated it. over for each of those. <laughs> no! <laughs> too early. Too close and too early start. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, with the drama, we're sticking to an 8 p.m. showing, uh, and tickets are on sale now. Don't don't wait, buy them now. Box office, Keanu Theater. Yes, seven eight zero seven nine one four nine nine zero. If you want to call, or just go to Keanu.ca. Do everything online. Super easy, low stress, <laughs> super cash. As we talked about before, everything's done online these days. Um, and for the record, because I'm a public figure. 
I have to use the F word a couple times in this show, so I apologize in advance for that. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. For the record, uh, I don't apologize when I say <laughs> Well, I wanted to, well, now that uh, now the farns with the business stuff's out of the way, uh, Russell, kudos, I wanted to say it to your face uh, for your TEDx speech. Oh, thanks very much. Excellent. Well done, sir. Well, I was going to comment when Misty said, uh, face your fears. Uh, the TEDx edition pretty much was my thing. Oh, yeah. Didn't get through as uh, I got rejected because uh, <laughs> Michelle always hates it when I say that. But no, uh, maybe it's because you use the f bomb more than once. <laughs> I had a dick joke. In it. I don't know but then Malik had one too, and he was the first one there. The, uh, but no, kudos, well, uh, excellent, well done. Uh, thank you for the shout out too. Well, I appreciate that's why I love you yeah. so much. And, yeah. uh, and I'm just kidding; it was really good. I appreciated your comment about the uh, the emotional piece in, in the presentation, and uh, you weren't the only one that got a little teary eyed when I told the story about my son. And I and Chris Naudi was the other fella, and I remember he, he his wife was pregnant, and I said, "Your life is going to change when you have that baby." And here's how, and I and I described. A, a story um, that I saw in the newspaper one day, and it was a father who had a little baby on his shoulders, and he was he was up to his shoulders in in, in a flood, and he was taking his son uh, away from the flood. And after I had my kid, my uh, Dylan, oh my God, that hit me when I saw that. Yeah. And all so I think that's what happened that that during that presentation, yeah. fathers, mothers connected with that story in a way that was really cool so I appreciate the comment well, no, uh, Claude uh, is, a, is a brand new father so not, not to say yep. that people without kids can't uh, identify because I'm sure they can as soon as you have one the it, light comes on my it friends changes, it changes perspective the light comes on yeah. there's no like doubt all, about it uh, as yeah. soon as you get a kid like, as soon as yeah. I get Kingston and, all that doctor could have said was uh, yeah. he needs a heart to live yeah. here you go here's mine and there's no uh, there's no amount of uh, telling someone it just no the light just comes on where did the name Kingston come from uh, I always wanted something orig- original. Uh, <laughs> well, my name's Todd, and I find that pretty boring, thus me creating Todd Ski. Yeah. <laughs> well, my mom uh, is uh, named Sherry, C-H-E-R-Y-R-I. I, I even screwed it up. And her whole life, people couldn't get it right. It was always spelled Sherry or Sherry with an S. Yeah. They couldn't get her name right. So she said as soon as she has kids, it's going to be very basic names, thus Todd and Ben. <laughs> very one-syllable, very geeky names. Love my mom to death, but come on, gotta be a little bit more creative than that. So, yeah. uh, I, uh, that's my name, Totsky, where I came, where I wanted to keep on and off that. And I wanted something unusual for my kids just to give them, make them stand out, yeah. give them a bit of an edge, kind of shape their personality before they're even born. Uh, I was going a little bit too eccentric uh, with the girl I was uh, seeing, my, my ex wife, I guess you can say, uh, at the time. Stuff I was coming up with, like Aristides and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Tito. It's Tito's real name. <laughs> the, uh, but no, with other kind of different names. And uh, she kind of was like, no, let's not go too extravagant. And she, I think she just come up with the, uh, we were going through the stuns in the book. And it was just like, how many Kingstons do you know? Nope. I've never heard of one. That's yeah. that's first for sure. So and, and to me that right then and there. So he was named. I think he was only seven months in the womb. But awesome. He was, he was named. So awesome. It kind of sticks, and it, it's that's why I like. It's not too out there where I don't think he's gonna get beat up in mm-hmm. school, but it, it's enough to to get King a bit King for short is a pretty King is pretty cool. Name. Yeah, <laughs> and that's weird because uh, like my parents call him King, and I can't do it. it it's Kingston. It's always too, yeah. Munchkin. Yeah. Like my dad, I don't think my dad said my name in 10 years. It's always, <laughs> but, weird, but 
But, <laughs> but yeah, and just so I think that story is the reason why, like, as soon as you stop for a second on stage, like, I haven't nudged Ashley and I'm like, I apologize because I'm just going to start crying. Like, <laughs> <"Aww."> <laughs> I'm the, uh, so, no, so good job on your, on your TEDx speech. Thank you. That was yeah. really great. And, uh, Definitely look forward to more. Like, it was an unbelievable experience. I, I just have to say that because I was nervous and everybody was nervous pacing backstage. You didn't see that because you were out in the audience, but um, it was probably one of the most amazing experiences of my life, to be honest. Well, I pointed out one to you during the break, too, where you were the only one up until that point that I don't know why I noticed this, but there's the big X on stage. Everyone would go around behind the X to go on stage. Russell's the only one that actually walked in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Rebel. I Rebel. Yeah, it's just like difference. That's what you want yeah. to do. Yeah. Chloe. Yo. Let's chat with you, sir. What do you want to know? I want to say thank you very much, because I don't think I've actually got to officially thank you for giving us our shot at the film festival last year. You know, I I, uh, I just love that idea. I still love that idea. I think it's... Uh, uh, and I think it, it, it absolutely belongs in that festival. Uh, it, it was, uh, in a sense, a missing piece. And, uh, uh I think we got a, a good start on it last year. I hope it continues. And, uh, um, and I, I really enjoyed having you guys around. It was, it was a lot of fun. No, it was, it was truly like, I, I always say this. Uh, I always said it off mic. So it's the first time I'll say it on mic. Uh, yourself and Misty and everyone with the Vincent Buffalo at the time, uh, just gave me and Tito our first shot, quote unquote. Our first real shot at doing a, a community thing. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, thank you very much for that. Uh, well, you guys deserve it. I think you guys do good work in a community and, uh, you obviously care about this place and, and, uh, and you found a way to do your thing here. You know, I mean, and I think that's, that's the, that's the story of this region. You know, you've, you've found a way to, to, to do your thing and, and make it unique and do your thing right here in, in Fort McMurray and, uh, um, and here we are. We're sitting at your kitchen table and we're doing your thing, you know, and, and I, I think that's, that's awesome. So let's talk yeah. about you now. What have you been up to? I know you left there for a little while. Yeah, I'm in, uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm still left to some, to some degree. I come up, uh, usually I come up about four days a month to, to do my, my artistic director work for the, the theater. And, uh, 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 and I'm really glad I get to do that because it, it, it keeps me connected to this community and the people in this community. And, uh, you know, when Russell hired me to, uh, to come here, uh, I, I didn't know, um, how close we'd become. Um, but, but, you know, uh, Russell and, and his wife, Heather and his kids are, are really part of our family now. Uh, and my wife, Tiffany and I, uh, uh, you know, have had an opportunity through this process to stay with them and, and reconnect and, yeah. in, in some great ways. And, and it's been great for Madeline to have, uh, the extended family around her. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and so it's great. We live in West Vancouver now. I run a theater there called the K Meek Center, uh, a beautiful theater, you know, overlooking the ocean. Uh, we're, we're six blocks from, oh, from the beach stories. and, uh, uh, and it was a great opportunity that I couldn't turn up because I, 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 you know, I'm a theater guy and I wanted to run a theater full time. And so I took that job. Uh, but, uh, um, I don't mind saying it. If a full time job running a theater came up in this community, I'd, I'd come back. You know, there that's you how much it means to me. Russell? That's your department, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I have influence. <laughs> so no. like, just tell me the quick difference, though, Claude, like between you say running a full time theater. So how is it like compared to Keanu? Like I'm, I'm just not too sure how it works. Like what's the? I know Keanu is considered like community theater. They they draw a lot from. The, so like 
a theater company is literally just something like the Citadel out of Edmonton? Or? Well, no. This we have a theater company right here in right here in, in Fort McMurray. It's called the Keanu Theater Company, and uh, we use community actors. But there are a lot of uh, I, I would uh, I would put some of our productions up against professional productions in Edmonton and Calgary, Absolutely. and anywhere else in the country in, in terms of their quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we don't pay our actors, uh, uh, but uh, uh, our design staff and our, our professional staff is paid. Uh, and uh, but we're we're a theater company like any other we just it, we're just set up differently oh, okay. uh, and uh, um, uh, the Citadel has its place in, in the market uh, as a professional regional theater that uh, uh, really is uh, kind of the bastion of, of theater in, in uh, Edmonton so that would be um, similar to what you do in Vancouver or? no the theater I run in Vancouver is uh, more similar to um, to this theater here okay. in a sense that we do a number of um, of of shows that we just present in the theater every year that we host. We just bring them in, pay the fee, sell the tickets and, and, and do the best we can, which is part, part of what we do at uh, Keanu with the Sync Crude Arts Alive series. And then this year, uh, and the reason I took the job is that they, they hired me to come and, and start a theater company. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, it's called Theater K, mm. uh, to, uh, uh, to to produce theater in in the building, so we're producing a, a seven show uh, season there next year. Oh. Three in our three in our smaller space and four on our main stage. Uh, and uh, uh, we're doing some co productions with a number of regional theaters in British Columbia and Alberta, and and we're producing three three of our own. And actually, the exciting thing about that is a kind of a full circle story. Um, I, I don't know if you got a, an opportunity to see Rubbish when it played at uh, the Interplay Festival. It was a pr- production that Michael directed, and it won Best Production at uh, Interplay last year. I remember hearing and, that. Uh, you were, I mean, you went, uh, we did the film festival at the yeah. same time. You yeah. Did, so, yeah. So I've been working on that show with with Michael and the cast, and, and, and that show will actually have its professional premiere uh, in our building next season, right in, Van- right. in Vancouver. That is excellent news, yeah. man. That is and wicked. For me, professionally, turn on. Are you on? Oh, there, you oh, there we go. Like for me, that's just a huge opportunity. Um, I mean, I've been working for five years in Edmonton, waiting for an opportunity like this, and then uh, I decided to move back to Fort McMurray, and I thought I was coming up here to work a job at Keanu. Yeah. I end up having more professional theater opportunities up in Fort here, McMurray in than in Edmonton. Edmonton. See, one <laughs> word to describe Fort McMurray, folks, opportunity, and it it's doesn't true. matter which field you put that in. Oh, it's, it's true. Apparent. It's, it's apparent. It's that is true. Awesome. I've been, I mean, I've been writing shows, uh, dinner theaters for Syncrude and Suncor. We've been doing, uh, I did a show in my house where I had over 30 people a night. I did the same show in Edmonton. I had two people in my theater. Wow. I, did, I did that show in Fort McMurray. I had more, over 30 people crammed in my house. Unbelievable. And I gotta, I gotta add to that. I mean, that, that experience, Legion Blues was like nothing else I'd ever experienced. I heard so much it was about incredible. It. I was trying to get into it. Like, I think you even added shows towards the yeah, end. Yeah, I did. Oh, it was so intimate I remember, and, I remember yeah. Fast enough, I couldn't arrange it to get down there myself, but I heard so many good things yeah. about it. And just like that, that alone is just a, a sign of what Fort McMurray is able to give somebody. Because oh, that's incredible. It's incredible tip story. of the iceberg. Tip of the it iceberg. Is. And, and, such good and rubbish at interplay. Outside of the show that Claude's friend from New York did was the most unbelievable thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. Like it was two two actors and two pools of light creating a world with nothing but their bodies, their voices. It was 
unbelievable. And to, to think that it's going to be uh, traveling across parts of the country this summer is pretty exciting. Yeah, that's incredibly exciting. And uh, that's a Fort McMurray story. I mean, uh, Nathan Lloyds, who stars in the show, uh, he's from Fort McMurray. Uh, Francis, I actually, I when I first moved up here, for a hobby, I was just going to learn bass guitar. So I went to Campbell's Music to buy a bass guitar, and I met Francis. He was the salesman. And we connected at uh, Campbell's Music. And he's like, hey, man, I do physical theater in uh, South Africa. I'm like, well, I do theater as well. And he was looking for directors. So I said, hey, why not? I'll direct you. And I ended up bringing Nathan up, and we created this show, and it's just been an un- unbelievable ride. It's no, that, crazy. That, that's absolutely, that is such a hilarious success story that puts yeah. a smile on my face. And Francis is a great example of a person that came here from the other part of the world, and yep. he's bringing such richness to this community. There's many other stories like that, but Francis is an unbelievable artist, oh, and incredible. to have him here in our community is just amazing. Unreal. Uh, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yep. So, And it's going to premiere in Vancouver when? West Vancouver in March, first week of March in yeah. 2013. And we're touring the show this summer. We're doing the Winnipeg Fringe, Saskatoon Fringe, and Edmonton Fringe. Excellent. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah. Well, that's really, really cool. Yeah. I can't wait to check that out. Hopefully, I'll be able to get a chance to check it out eventually somewhere down the line. Yeah, right on. So, we hope to do a show in Fort McMurray. So. <laughs> going to happen. We'll have a little preview show before uh, before the end of uh, of June, I think. Yeah, but, before, and that's yeah. it, just to start at Interplay. Like this is where the I started this at the Interplay, and now the fact that it's touring around the world uh, to me, you don't get much bigger success no. stories than that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, what's you got planned for the summer then? What's the, what's in store for Keanu during the summer months and for the the, the period in between? Hometown, hometown, the musical. Yeah, just go. planning, yeah. getting ready for next season, and and making those scripts come to life, and and getting them off the page and yeah. into the world. So. I mean, this summer, I'm going to spend the whole summer collecting stories, and so I I literally need all the help I can get, and I need to interview all the people <laughs> I can get well, to make this happen. Beamish will just be living at Starbucks, yeah. or in a raft on the clear water. <laughs> yes. Come rafting with us. <laughs> Come rafting with us. <laughs> it's, that's where you can get the best stories down the true. <laughs> down the river. No drinking involved. <laughs> what? <laughs> so my friend, hey Michael, where, does it come, where do you come from? Where do you live? What's your... Um, I'm a farm kid from Athabasca. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I came up to Keanu, and I did my first two years at Keanu College. Uh, I did the VPA program performance. And then I went all the way south to Lethbridge University, where I got my BFA. And then I moved up... Into the province there. <laughs> yeah, other end. And then I went back to the middle, and I lived in Edmonton for five years. I was doing uh, professional theater. But I always came back to Fort McMurray. I came back to run the Fort Mackay Theater Camp. And I, I always felt like I never left Fort McMurray, and I always felt like it was calling me back. And then a year ago, I had an opportunity to move up, and I jumped on it. And it was the best decision of my life. And I really love the community up here. I always have. Uh, the theater community up here is one of the strongest in Alberta, by far. And uh, the creativity and the talent up here is unlike anywhere else I've ever been. So I really enjoy coming back here. No, that's that's... You hit the nail right on the head. The creativity, the talent, the opportunity, it's all here. It's all here. It's all just trying to find that out, to get it out. And it's Canon Theatres, it's one of the mean ones to get that out. Definitely. It's incredible. Yeah. They all come back. They tell everyone that leaves. Yeah, they come back. back. It comes back at one point or another. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Like I said, I've been, I I call this place home now. I've I've lived here now 20 years. I'm originally from uh, just outside Vancouver, Chilliwack, where I was born. Army brat, moved everywhere. But, 
this is home. Yeah. This is home to me. It's where Kingston is. It's where I'm not going anywhere for the foreseeable future. So, But yeah. you're still a Canucks fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't be- cured that. We haven't taken, no, we haven't beaten that out of you yet. And it was, it was a lot of beatings from Oilers fans this go around here. So. Well, <laughs> that's why I can actually, I can't wait for the Keanu, uh, the Keanu Hawk team. Yeah. It starts up September. I September. Yeah. You September. bet. That's getting close. Really it's going to be awesome. I you know, I'm not sure. I should yet. know that, but I don't, uh, yeah, well, I don't know if it's been announced yet. So, yeah. from a city perspective, sure. Actually, maybe you can give us some insight on this one. A new arena is that in the cards? Is oh, yeah, well, there? sure. I mean, uh, we uh, we being council on Tuesday are going to be hopefully uh, passing the land use bylaw that'll kind of be the trigger to start a whole bunch of different things happening in the downtown core. One of which is the idea of a performance arena, uh, which would be built as part of the city center project. So, um, the first step is we have to kind of approve the framework. And then once that happens, you'll start to hear uh, about some catalyst projects that we haven't even heard about as council, we, yeah. but we will very shortly. And yeah. and I know the re, the arena is definitely one of those. And uh, good from a hockey perspective, good from an entertainment perspective, oh, because all of a sudden we'll have a place where in the middle of winter you can have a concert for with four or five thousand people. Yeah. So very I, know, I was getting uh, I was getting I took Kings. It's my own fault. I should have got season tickets, which I'm going to next year for the Royal Barons. But I know when they started getting to the like the quarters, the semis, and the finals, I kept. Wasn't getting tickets, right? And yeah. Like, ah, so it's like we need a bigger space, right? And even to have the Royal Barons, even to have uh, the new Keanu Huskies uh, ACAC team, and also hopefully, yeah. cross, fingers crossed, a WHL team. You know, the, <laughs> the truth is that the future is so bright when you think about what downtown's going to look like three and five years from now. Yeah. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, uh, and and just as a community, uh, from a community perspective, to be able to go down there eat in a variety of restaurants, walk across the Sny and, a, and over an iconic pedway yeah. into the brand new development at McDonald Island. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, exciting times. On a Sunday afternoon for a baseball game. Oh, well, maybe. Vote, we'll vote, see. Vote <laughs> at mcdonaldisland.ca. <laughs> yeah, I was at one of the community consultations and that was one of the things. Yeah, for were, sure. They were talking about the new redesigns and also one of the things they made very clear is about the pedestrian bridge being part of the, the city council's uh, development. Not, very part of, not part of the Mac Island. No. Uh, it's part of the city center plan. Yeah. yeah, lots of great things. You heard it here first, folks. There's a lot of things in store for Fort McMurray, which is great because the article I posted from the Winnipeg Free Press regarding Fort McMurray and opportunities yeah. to live, I thought that was excellent. I think that came out of nowhere. Like I don't know. Like The author just kind of... Just did it was his a own, great story. Did his own thing. Great put story. It in the paper, put it, uh, put it online, and literally an outsider's perspective. Like this is how Fort Murray should be viewed because what he says was was smack on the money. Yeah, that there's more opportunity here than anywhere. No, and that's one of the things that makes us so unique. Well, saying anyone got anything else they want to share to the world? Because we are world. <laughs> no, just uh, thank you very much for having us and uh, allowing us to tell our story and come out to see the Farnsworth Invention because I think you'll love it. It sounds Ditto. spectacular, and I can't wait to uh, check it out. People are still attractive in this show. <laughs> it's just, it's Ex- just like Chicago. There's a few more costume pieces, but we're still just as sexy. <laughs> a few more layers. <laughs> a few more layers, but the, it's still there. If you like limbs, I got six foot eight of them, so right over here. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. There you go. Well, guys, thank you very much for coming out. We Our miss you, Tito. That's right. On behalf of Tito. 
he gives his best. But like I said, he's working on some projects that will be available this summer for everyone in Fort Mac, <laughs> and they're absolutely incredible to see. So on behalf of Tito, I'm Totsky, or oh, I always do this up. Uh, okay, for the YMM Podcast, on behalf of Tito, I'm Totsky. I'm Russell. I'm Claude. I'm Misty. I'm Michael. We'll and I'm Madeline. <laughs> we'll see you next set. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck.